Hello love, before we get into today's episode, if you want even more glittery goodness bang for your buck, well then you need to head to glitterball.plus where you can subscribe for just $7 a month. You'll get first listen access to all your Glitterball favourites, ad-free listening, as well as exclusive podcasts just for Glitterball Plus subscribers. You can head to glitterball.plus today to get all that and more for just $7 a month. Let's get into today's show. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This week, the time machine goes into hyperdrive as we take a time leap and talk about the first ever queen of the mother-tucking world and the messiest snatch game in Drag Race US history. In the words of Posh Spice, hold on to your knickers, queens. It's time to talk about the most chaotic week in Drag Race history. From Glitterball, this is Drag Race Time Machine. Why, hello there, my intrepid drag race adventurers. How are you? It's your favourite purple-nailed pink-haired drag race recapper. Ah, yes. Hi. Welcome back to Drag Race Time Machine. This week, we have a lot to cover, so I hope you have your snacks, you are buckled in, and you are ready to go, because we have a lot to do, my loves. It's going to be a potentially quite controversial week as well, so, um, yeah, let's just get into it. But before we do... You know the drill by now at this point, don't you? It's a little matter of a thing that happens when you talk about events on TV shows that air. This is your formal warning. If you haven't watched the episodes for this week's pod, then go watch them. Come back because this will contain spoilers. Now with that spoiler alert out the way, let's jump into exactly that. We finally have a queen of the mother-tucking world in blue hydrangea. My good grief, what a season UK vs. the world was. Now, I know you're probably thinking, but wait a minute, Ross. Where's the rest of UK vs. the world? Don't panic. It's coming. We're going to go backwards in a bit when there's a bit of a drag race lull and you will get those lost episodes very, very soon, I promise. Probably all Netflixy in kind of one drop, but you will get them. Don't panic. You will hear all of my thoughts because trust me, I have plenty. But to stick with the finale train, let's talk about our final four. Bagger, Blue, Mohart and Jujube. Now this is, look, I'm not thrilled by this final four. There are people I would much rather be in the final four. (coughs) Pangina. (coughs) But um, here we are. I Look, I think it's interesting. 
let's be real though, the prize is kind of nothing. So I'm like, does it really matter anyway? Uh, maybe not. Um, but it's it's an interesting four when you think about the final challenge being a lip sync smackdown for the crown. I should add some echo there, shouldn't I? Let's hope I do that before you're listening to this. Lip sync smackdown for the crown. Ah, that's better. So, I think it's an interesting four, but I have to say it, I think they got the final two right. Mo and Blue equally crushed their respective uh, lip syncs, and we will dive into those in more detail right after this break. If you want more glittery goodness, then you need to head over to patreon.com forward slash glitterball. That's where you can get hot takes on Drag Race episodes and a monthly film and music podcast, all for the price of a cup of coffee each month. You would be supporting this glittery adventure and helping us pay some bills because podcasts might be free to listen to, but they're not free to make, my loves. So if you love what we're doing, please head over to patreon.com forward slash glitterball. But let's get back to the episode. Back in Lip Sync for the Crown Land, and let's talk about our first duo, which was Mo versus Bagger. Look, this to me really was a one-horse race. I feel like Bagger just wasn't trying. She looked nice in the, like, fringe outfit, but I just, I don't know, when Mo is such a solid and engaging lip-sync performer and then put a queen like Bagger Chips up against her, who is much more of a comedy queen, I would say, the lip-sync just felt a bit lacklustre to me. Mo looked great and did such a great job in that yellow. I love the monochrome of the look. I thought it was fabulous. As I said, Bagger looked great in the red fringe, but the lip sync just wasn't doing anything for me. I was like, oh, okay, right. But moving on to our next duel, which was Blue Hydrangea versus Jujubee. Well, okay then. Now, on the other hand, our other dynamic duo, I feel, were quite evenly matched. Juju and Blue were serving it to Duran Duran, of all things. And I love this. Blue looked fabulous in this weird kind of jumpsuit slash kind of almost boiler suit, I I guess. I really like it. And I like that everything kind of matched her eyes, the whole look. It was fabulous. Juju also looked incredible in this kind of neon orange look. Um, just a very strong, very entertaining lip sync. I am a big, big fan of that duo. And look, I think even though Juju had a slow start this season, she really brought it towards the end. So props to Juju. And of course, we end up with Blue Hydrangea advancing from that duo into the final duel for the crown. Much to my delight, it's another Kylie Minogue song. We get Supernova from the disco album. Rue, clearly much like my good self, is loving that album. Um, And this was a lip sync for the ages. They killed it. I loved seeing Mo and Blue go head to head with this. It was highly entertaining. They did an incredible job. And to be quite honest, I would have been happy if they did a double crowning. 
just do it because it was great just absolutely great but now we get to move on to arguably the most exciting part or at least i think of the entire episode and that is when the eliminated queens returned to have just a well just a good old bitch fest and look i think blue said it quite correctly when she was like oh mummy the eliminated girls are back especially pangina because the combo of jimbo and pangina would make the saltiest set of chips you would ever see Like, honestly, they could honestly start their own salt factory. It was ridiculous. Jimbo especially. I was like, I I think you're playing this up for the cameras. But, like, okay, calm down. You got eliminated. I know you're upset. But calm down. Um... Look, I do think Pangina, even with the little bit of shade she threw around, uh, handled it quite well. I mean, she's a judge on a format. She's not going to let her ass hang out. That's It's just not going to happen. Um, but look, I just love seeing Blue's reaction of like, oh God, here comes Pangina. Um, I thought that was great. I also thought it was interesting for Lemon to come back and them to ask her the question of what she'd learned. Like she left in the first week, leave her alone, poor Lemon. But um, I like that Lemon got a little bit of a feature in in a few other parts of this episode as well because I feel bad for Lemon. But, my loves, let's switch gear back to the final lip sync and obviously, spoiler alert, our mother-tucking queen of the world is Blue Hydrangea. I, look, this end of the episode with the why do you think the world needs drag more now... Um, which kind of weirdly turned into a let's praise RuPaul moment for some of the queens. I was like, okay. Um, I like this end of the episode. I thought it was fun. I loved that Blue's winning line was kind of a callback to her first season as well of like bringing the, the crown home, home, home. I thought that was fun. Look, this was a very short but sweet season. Um, a short but gaggy season would actually probably be a better description because I don't think we will ever get another moment on Drag Race quite like Pandrina's elimination. Now, I have a lot more thoughts on that, which you'll hear in the, in the episode corresponding, so I'll save that for then. But I think even though this competition has low stakes in terms of a prize. The producers did well to give us a high stakes season in terms of for the queens and their countries, which I appreciated. And there's talk of this format evolving and having a second season. So I'm curious to see where it'll go. Um, But look, all I will say is justice for Pangina. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And thus we finally have reached the end of UK First the World. But let's talk about potentially the most diabolical snatch game in drag race history. Oh dear. Honestly, what happened this week? I don't quite understand it. But the US Queens came to Snatch Game and they did not come to play. We had it was just an absolute chaotic mess of a lack of humour. Quite rightly, tr- uh, RuPaul quoting Trinity the Tuck being like, where were the jokes? Because I was asking the exact same question. And it was fascinating to me because while I'm thrilled that Deja got a win, I was like, they basically handed her that win on a silver platter. Like, Deja did not have to work hard to get a win in amongst this batch. I don't know what went so wrong. Willow Peel especially. I was like, Willow's going to kill this. Willow's going to kill this. And then instead she became the road kill. I just... It didn't work. Her Drew Barrymore was too sweet and polite. There was... Okay, there was a couple of jokes, but not knee slappers. Honestly, they needed to send bag of chips in to give them a snatch game crash course. I was like, this is ridiculous. What are we doing? Even someone like Bosco, given such a character like Gwyneth Paltrow, just did the bare minimum, and even that wasn't funny. I'm like, for heaven's sake, go harder with the candles, being like, the first one smelt like my lady bits, and now the second smell like my boobs or something. Like, I don't know, do something. 
In the words of Shakeel, I do something. Bosco, do something. Honestly, I wanted to throw something at my TV screen the entire time this Snatch Game was happening. It just wasn't funny. Um, but one queen I have to touch on because it made me go, huh? Was Jasmine during her go-see with Rue? Uh, I'm trying to... The walkthroughs with Rue. Clearly, I just cannot speak this week. I'm sorry, folks. Um, it seems so confident in her Snatch Game portrayal of Betsy DeVos being like, it's Snatch Game this week. I know you've saved me for a reason. And then she gives us that. What the hell, Jasmine? Um, I was like, what is this? I was like, what kind of delusion has she just boarded the train off? Because this ain't it. Um... And Jiria was another one that I was kind of fascinated by what went wrong. And arguably, I would say that Angeria just got a bad edit. Because it's interesting, she's come out post-Snatch Game airing and tweeted Tammy Brown and been like, actually, I did more of your mannerisms. I'm sorry you didn't get to see them. So I was like, okay, maybe... They were just like, we want to give Deja an easy cakewalk win and didn't actually show us some of the queens to their best ability. I'll use Anduria as the example because I don't really trust anybody else could have stepped up to the plate. <clears throat> but that then leaves us in a very interesting kettle of fish because then we have, what, seven queens in the bottom and one safe. What the hell is going to happen here? I was like, are they going to pull another gagger like they did back in season 12 with the seven-way lip sync for someone to go home? I pray not because that was utter chaos. And thankfully, my prayers were answered in the fact that yet again, no one's going home. I need to find the chocolate sound because honestly, it really is. It's wearing thin, just like some bars of chocolate. But this time, it's all for a good cause because we are getting yet another lip sync smackdown for your life. As next week, we are getting another Lala Perusa lip sync battle to save yourself from elimination. Look, I love this format from All Stars kind of fun to see it on a regular season. It's a little unfortunate that this was the circumstances, but I think it's a good test uh, of kind kind of seeing who deserves to make it towards the end. And you know what I really hope happens is I hope maybe two or three queens get the chop because they're not good enough. We've had eight queens for like what feels like eight episodes at this point. Send some bitches home. Enough. We know you're trying to milk it for an Emmy, but send some queens home. So I'm kind of hoping that three queens get the boot next week, because I'm done. We need to get to a finale. We're not getting to 20 episodes and then crowning a winner. We're just not. Okay, I'm sorry. But I do have to give the editors credit for giving us an interesting telling of a terrible Snatch game. But I want to give some dishonourable mentions for a second, because I kind of... I've, I've spoken about... Uh, Bosco and Willow but I think there was someone that was not good and kind of slid under the radar 
And that was Lady Camden. Shakespeare was a bad, bad decision. She should have seen that coming from the Season 7 Challenge. Don't go near Shakespeare. It doesn't end well. Look, I just think next week is going to be very interesting to see A, what songs they throw at them, B, who rises to the challenge because we've clearly got some strong lip syncers in the group, but will that be enough to save those strong lip syncers from actually going home? Time will tell, I suppose. But seeing as we have kind of reached the end of the episode... And there is no elimination segment. So so you won't get our nice tense music this week. I want to just give you a heads up as to where Drag Race Time Machine is going in the next few weeks. We will continue to cover Drag Race US Season 14 until we get to the end. But let's just hope I don't reach gay death before then because I am careering towards 30. But by that point, who knows? Maybe I will be. Single and 30. Ah, that's depressing. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry about that. But we are also going to cover... dun da 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 Drag Race España Season 2, which starts on the 27th of March, I believe. Uh, look, I'm really excited about this. Drag Race España last year was a highlight of my Drag Race year. They casted so well, so I'm excited to go on this Season 2 journey with you all. But I think, rather than combining the two, because it feels a little odd to me, we might do two separate episodes, so you'll get a kind of pick-your-flavour of Drag Race. Uh as you please because that will give me a little bit more time to go in depth and that way if you're only here for the US season you'll get the US season uninterrupted I think it made sense with UK vs the world but with Espana being a totally different beast the separation might do us some good but let me know your thoughts on our Instagram at weareglitterball as to whether you think that's a good idea or whether you'd like to see the uh seasons smushed together Uh, I'm sure there'll be some crossover in terms of my commentary but that's the plan and obviously as I said at the start of the episode you will get the lost episodes which is basically all of UK vs the world and um, the missing few of Drag Race US coming into your feeds in a Netflix kind of way very very soon But, my loves, that is all I have for you this week. It's a little bit of a shorter Drag Race Time Machine episode this week. But I hope you've loved it. I would love to know your thoughts on our first mother-tucking queen of the world, Blue Hydrangea, and maybe even... Actually, we're going to put a poll over on our um, Instagram, at WeAreGlitterBall, of who did the worst in Snatch Game, because I want to know. So go over there and tell me, please. Um, But thank you for listening. I will see you very, very soon with another episode of Drag Race Time Machine. But until then, your theatric Drag Race Time Machine reporter is signing off. See you next week.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.